So here's one of these stories that are for a lifetime that are super memorable of my lifetime that perhaps no one has gone through them because no one really has is as crazy but um this was kind of funny um you know when you're like early like just out of high school and stuff and you kind of want to define your future you want to figure out what you want to do whether you want to you know study forensic science or you want to study writing or um, you want to become a doctor, but you just can't figure it out. And everybody tells you how, you know, your life is out of control, that you're partying too much, or that you're not doing anything with your life, or that you have to hurry up before the chances of being able to do anything is over. Well, yeah, that's how I felt. So my solution to that problem <laughs> was to find a man and... I thought that finding a man and getting married would resolve my problems. Oh my God, was I wrong? Um, let me tell you of how one of my story of how I got married when I was 20 years old and divorced 15 days later. Um, it wasn't even an annulment; it was a divorce. Luckily, my family just had a blast going to the wedding and laughed their asses off with my stupid mistake. And, you know, the only person I actually hurt was myself and my pockets because I had some money saved up. And I literally used it for not only my wedding, but for my divorce and the crappiest, most crappiest that you can imagine um, honeymoon ever. Um... Luckily, it was in Cuba, so here in the U.S., I have never been married, thank God. But the next time I ever am asked to get married or to be engaged or, or anything with marriage, I will think about it not once, not twice, not even a million times. I think I would probably pass out because I wouldn't know what to say because there's no way in this world that I can have another failed marriage. And I had this failed marriage because I was young, immature, insecure, and wrong because a man does not fix your life, a marriage does not fix your problems, and it does not guarantee you a good future, it does not guarantee you a secure future. In the contrary, you're just exposing yourself to like hurt and a lot of money wasted because my divorce was so much more expensive than my wedding um but here's how it went i cried the day before like a little baby it was in cuba my whole family from here from the u.s came to cuba with me for this wedding um i created a big commotion about it um i only met the guy like only for a week and then you know i thought that i was like hell you know who better than him let's do this you know maybe getting married it's gonna make me choose a career and make me fix my life and help me you know move forward in life and i won't be like this failure anymore that everybody keeps looking at and as soon as it hit me when we got to cuba the week of my wedding um i remember crying like a little baby the night before because i didn't want to get married and it was fun it was freaking hilarious because um 
I cried to my aunt and to my uncle in Cuba. And the response was, uh-uh-uh, it's already paid for, everybody's invited, everybody's coming, you can't do this to us, you can't put your family to shame, so just get married and then get divorced. And solemnly, that's exactly what I did. Ba-bam. Um, the day of the wedding was incredibly disturbing. I was like the most unhappiest person you could ever imagine getting my hair done, but like crying at the same time. Um, it was just insane. But the funniest part was um, when we had to sign the papers and stuff. And we were just there and like... You know, <laughs> um, you know when you have to say I do. They asked him. He said I do. Then when they asked me, my mom had to like, boom, hit me on the head. You can hear it on the wedding video, so that I could say yes because nothing would absolutely come out of my mouth. Um, that's one for the books. And I wish I could. I wish I would have saved those videos so I could share them so you guys could have one heck of a laugh. Um, but I, I, I just didn't really, they're all in Cuba and I don't really want to reminisce on that because that's a mistake. I definitely do not look forward to like going back to ever. Um, so that was it. We got married. I was so unhappy during the celebration. I had none of my friends there. I was too ashamed. Um, my family was just sitting there, but they weren't happy because they looked at my face and I was like extremely sad we didn't even have sex on our first date night like that's how badly it was and how badly it went and i don't even understand why we even went through it like it's just you know it's just immaturity and you know you just don't think he obviously did it for money and he did it so that he can become a u.s citizen and come to the usa and i did it um to grow up, to do something with my life because I thought it would fix it and I thought it would like lead me to my path and I was wrong. So we kind of both used each other, therefore we really didn't care about each other. Therefore it was a tragic mistake. It was just, I think it was just as bad for me as it was for him. But you know, um, I guess he thought I was one of, like, a stupid American or something that I didn't know how Cuba worked. But he was definitely mistaken, you know. I, as soon as I got, as soon as the next day, well, when the next day came from the wedding, he asked me for all my money so that he could change it. And I was like, uh, dude, no. Um, he thought he was rich. He would, like, buy everybody in the block cigarettes and stuff. I mean, I couldn't stand that. Um, his mom was pretty kind she was very nice I liked her his family was awesome that's kind of like what kept me going but he he was just terrible like you can tell he didn't care about me and it's alright because I didn't really care about him but at the moment we were like in his territory so I kind of had to oblige and it was terrible um I remember renting uh, one of those little scooters, but the scooter barely worked. It barely would turn on. Like, 
but he rented it anyways just because he wanted a scooter and he wanted people to see him in it. And then he made me go on the scooter with him while everyone else went on the car that I rented to go to my grandma's birthday party that was two hours away because we lived, we don't live in the city. We lived in a town near the city. And oh my God, it was two it was about three hours on that little scooter. The sun was fully on. It was more than a hundred degrees. Um, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready for it. And let me tell you how when we arrived, well, when we arrived after like having to having to stop at a place to put gas and then the scooter not wanting to turn on, and then you should have seen him like kicking it so hard and all that stuff, and I was just under a tree laughing because it was hilarious. <laughs> even the guy, even a guy in a in a horse riding a horse like was faster than us, and he just passed by and he was cracking up like it was terrible. It was just one crappy moment after the other, and um, and and you know the suckiest part is that the scooter broke right where my ex lived. Like, you know, I had to be that unlucky. But um, once we got to my grandma's party and stuff. I was so sunburned that I couldn't even enjoy the party. But that wasn't the worst part. It's just he decided out of nowhere to start drinking. So that means we couldn't go back on the scooter to the city. And we had to go back to the city on the scooter because that's where we had to turn it in. So we had to stay there. And um, my house was fully loaded with all my family in town because of my wedding. And there was no room, but since obviously the first room is my room, I was it was given to me. And pobrecito, like pobrecito means like damn, like poor person. But pobrecito, my uncle, mi tío, he had to like sleep on the living room in one of those um, catres, which in Cuba it's like those beds that um, that has like two wooden sticks and then like kind of like a hammock sort of like that but it just doesn't swing um and then we had to do that we stayed over that night then the next morning we woke up super early so that we wouldn't get the sun again and we would go back in town early but when we were about to leave the scooter wouldn't turn on again and he spent three hours like hitting it with his leg, hitting it with his leg, checking what was wrong and nothing was working. And the scooter was just like not turning on at all whatsoever. And um, my mom was telling me, don't you dare leave. No te atrevas, no te atrevas a montarte en ese carro, en esa cosa, que si se rompen por ahí te vas a quedar, no sé qué cosa. Which means, like, she was telling me, don't you dare get on that scooter because if you get on that scooter um, and it's and it breaks, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be stranded. And you know, he was just so pissed, and I was just like, I was more pissed than him because the situation I was in was just insane. Like, oh my god, really? Because you wanted to rent this stupid thing instead of just like being humble and coming in the car just because you wanted to look cool on the scooter thing. Like, you're making our lives the living hell. That's when my hatred started. 
Like, I just couldn't stand him. Jesus. Um, well, it finally turned on. We had to call my cousin, and my cousin came and helped. We made it back to, to the town. I never even saw the scooter again. He was always out with the scooter, him having fun or whatever. Um, that was that trip. Then I came back to Cuba because I needed to see how things would work out between us before I brought him to this country. So, um, you know, from the moment I got there, it was just bad. Um, we went to our honeymoon. In our honeymoon, he stayed playing soccer while I was by down by the pool on the very first day. He was just ignoring me. We both equally cheated on each other during our honeymoon. We fought. We argued. I spent the whole night up, like, crying and thinking of what mistake have I made. He had the audacity of asking me for money the next morning so that he can start his own business so that he can pay for things and I wouldn't have to pay for everything when I went. And yeah, right. Like, no, I knew that was a lie. Um, you know, it was all just a big joke that it was just terrible. It was just, oh my God. And I can't believe it that all this happened to me and I went through all of this just because of, you know, my immaturity, my lack of knowledge, my lack of age. Um my stupid on-the-moment decision. Like, you just don't get married with just anybody just because. Like, you just don't. That's just crazy. And um, then um, finally after that, like, um, in his house, I got super sick. I got a kidney infection. And thanks to that, I was able to go back to my house and become the boss. And I told him to please grab all his crap and leave. Because I told him that a piece of paper meant absolutely nothing when he was just a piece of shit that wanted my money and didn't even care, like, not even a tad about me. Because that's the other thing. I was like, a piece of paper, you can rip it in half. So I sent him on his way, sent him home, went to the attorney because my grandma told me, better get a divorce immediately because if he goes to America, you're going to have to give him all the little that you have. And she was right. I went immediately to the divorce attorney. When they told me how much the divorce was, I almost passed out. But whatever. Thank God I had the money to fix my mistakes and my problem. Paid for it. Got divorced immediately. And then here I am telling the story. So what is my point? Only you can fix your life. Only you can make your decisions. A man does not influence in any way whether your life goes good or bad he shouldn't be the reason you you're doing something marriage shouldn't be the reason that you're doing something you should do things on your own figure out your own path figure out your own future make your own decisions um think about the decisions you make think about who you might affect think about the cost that it will take be cautious be be very precautious and you know um learn from my lesson learn from my marriage mistake learn from it because it marked my life um thankfully i don't really just stress about it i just laugh about it because you know what it is to even buy a wedding dress and like you know have a wedding and stuff and just like not really be married just you know it was just a joke it was like it was terrible 
So just think very clearly of what you're going to do. Um, make the correct choices. Make the correct decisions. Um, always think it more than once before you do something. Don't waste money on on a fake wedding. Don't, you know, don't just pick a person because he's the first person. Don't just pick a person because you, like, you just want someone. Make sure you love them. And then get married. And that takes time, believe me. So don't rush into things. Just always be very cautious. Never make, like, out-of-the-blue decisions, in-the-moment decisions. Just always think it through and, you know, wish you the best of luck. And hope you learn from my lesson. So this is just one of my stories. Stay tuned for the rest. They're just as crazy, just as funny. Just as insane.